Good morning, streakers. We are looking forward to talking with you today about two things. One, defining the relationship, and two, the list of all the things that you have to get done or want to do. How can you have a streak to address that? We'll talk about that and much, much more. So let's get streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. Hi, Hi, how are you, sweetheart? Good, how are you doing? You're fantastic, thank you. Good, excited <laughs> to be here today. I was excited because what we started about talking this morning is all about your wanting to do, what you want to do, and you were just kind of talking about, because what was it that inspired you in that direction? What were some of the things I you were listening to? I think I just woke up in a good mood this morning, <laughs> and my good moods tend to make me want to be, to, to what I had a list of things that I was wanting to do. Yeah, And not just regular things, like I had my regular list of things that I need to get done today, but I just have my head full of things that I was excited to try that I haven't tried before. So for example, I've been listening to a new podcast and on this podcast, the um, podcast person had a, a professor, a law professor, a constitutional law professor. Right. And as I was listening to the podcast, I thought, I want to read the constitution. And then there were a couple books that he recommended. I was like, oh, I want to read those books. And and then I've been, it's fall. And during fall, there's this one cookie lady that I follow on. <laughs> a cookie lady. A cookie lady that I follow on Instagram. Cooking or cookie? Cookie. She oh, okay. So she makes cookies. cookies. Okay. In an amazing way. It's like she's a cookie artist. And so Love I've it. been wanting to try baking cookies again and doing sugar cookies and decorating them. Yeah. And and then um, just volunteering at the school. And we have a new yard that I've been thinking, oh, I want the boys to go out and measure the yard. And then I want to sit down with them and figure out what we would do for a sprinkler system. And I want to design the yard. And I should go to the nursery and figure out what we need to do to amend our soil. And how we should research trees so that I know what kind of trees that we need to plant. And on top of all the other things that I was just excited stuff going on, to be huh? doing. Yeah. <laughs> on top of, I pulled out yesterday all of the yarn and thought, oh, I want to be crocheting again. And so just different things that I was excited to and that is, be trying. And so with all of those things also came the things that you have to be doing, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. I mean, because that that's not the only thing. Those things are the things where you're just like, oh, I don't have enough time in the day to yes. get all of these things done that I need to. Yeah. And even in the even in the things that I have to be doing, there was an excitement to try new recipes. And right now we don't have a cooktop. So I'm super interested <laughs> in learning Instapot so recipes. We should, we should pause on there for just a second. Why don't we have a cooktop <laughs> is the question. People are like, Really? You mean so, you don't have a cooktop? Well, so when we moved into our home, with supply chain the way that it is currently, all the different cooktops that were either equivalent to or the actual one that we ordered are all on back order. Are all back ordered right now. And so yep. what did he, when did he say we were going to get that? 
I don't know that he gave us a date. <laughs> they are hesitant to promise that information, but probably sometime in October. So the so reason I bring that up, though, is it's it's an obstacle that comes in the way of the list of things that you want to be doing. Yes. I mean, it because it's something that I want to be doing all these things, yet there are obstacles that come up all the time. All the time, yes. So I was, and we on our walk this morning, I was kind of asking you that. I'm like, how do you how do you manage? When there's so many things you want to be doing and like, how do you, how do you manage it? And you were great. Cause you said, well, this makes me think of Kathleen mm-hmm. from one Kathleen of our streakers. Yeah, yeah. One of our streakers. And we talked about this briefly, like I mentioned it last week, which always makes me think that this is definitely something that's mulling over in my brain when, yeah. when I keep coming back to it. Right. But I loved what she did of creating a streak. And I think I'll, I have it right here. What is the streak? Hold on. It is. The way she phrased it is pick one artist list activity daily. Yeah. And and what that is, is that she was fighting, I think, this similar feeling of all these hobbies that she wanted to do, but recognizing I don't have time to, to do, them all. do all of them at the level that I envisioned in my head. Right. And, and so she started creating a list of all these things that she wanted to do. And so what she did was set a streak to pick one thing from the list to do every day. So as we were walking and talking and you brought that up and, and we're saying, you know, that's, that's a really great streak in my head. I was thinking, okay, I just love, I'm a list person anyway, but I love the idea of creating a list in these moments when I'm excited because I know I've lived long enough to know that it'll just be a little while and I won't be as excited. (laughs) And then, you know, the ebbs and flows of life, but to capture these things that I'm excited to do and to write the list. So I thought, okay, if I was going to set this streak for myself, it would be to either add to the list, review the list, or pick something from the list to do every day. Hmm. So so add something, review, or pick. Yes. That, that would be the three that things. That would be my, if I set that streak. And, and would, would that be laughably simple for you? I mean, if you were to do that, because on tough days, what I envision is, you would review the list. Mm-hmm. And on days that you had a little bit more energy, you could pick something from the list. Right. Or when you have a thought or an idea Mornings about something like you this morning, do, yeah, you can... I would have several things. I'm like, oh, I want to add that to the list. I want that to the list. So there were a few thoughts that I had because I've been streaking long enough now to have a little bit of experience about <laughs> Seven this. years is long enough? Yes. Oh, okay. So, but even if you're a beginning streaker, you can still do this. You can still. So, but more of my thoughts were the benefits yes. of why this streak would, why I would enjoy this streak. Yeah. The first one was, I love the idea of in moments of excitement and motivation, capturing that. Yeah. And so the list allows me to capture these thoughts when, so, and, and they come at the most random times. Don't you feel that way? Yeah. You're driving or you're in the shower or, and you, and you get these ideas that you're like, oh, I got to capture that idea. Being able to have a place that captures that motivation and that excitement, Which, I think is just, really Sorry, good. be a little more, t- I, I'm curious tactically. So would you keep like a list in your phone would you start a note and keep a list in your yeah, phone? Would you probably, do it in or your on journal? my iPad? Or you do it on your either iPad, iPad or, your phone? or phone? Yeah, probably okay. my phone. Probably notes in my phone because I always have my phone with me. Yeah. So if you had a thought, you'd be like, "Ooh, I want to write that down yep. so that it's in your note." Okay. And so the the one the first benefit is capturing those moments when you're excited. So that would be the add to the list. 
the, the, the days that I just want to add to that list. The review the list, that to me is, and the reason I added that as part of the streak would be because of our recent move where yeah. I've had several days back to back to back that no matter how hard I tried, life was upside down. Our routine was upside down. We were in literally <laughs> homeless for a little while, living in hotels or people's houses. houses. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty <clears throat> exciting. I'll tell you what, that as I look back on that little time, sorry, just a little digression. I look back on that period of time to one, keep our streaks alive and to mm-hmm. two, go about, we'd go up for a weekend, stay with your mom, come back, go to the hotel, take the boys from the hotel. You went to education week. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was all kinds There's of things that were happening. Going on. So to look at this streak that we're talking about right now and to be able to write something down on those days or even just to review it on those days makes it so it's laughably simple. And what is the, so that's what I was thinking is what is the benefit of reviewing? Yeah. And, and it's, it's a mindset in the sense that the benefit of reviewing a list of hobbies allows me to be able to look at it and say, one, I did that streak. In other words, I want to be continuing to learn new things and and be able to continue doing my hobbies. Right now, when I'm in the middle of moving, is not going to be a time that that's <laughs> happening a ton. Really? But Come I can on. review Seriously? it. And maybe there <laughs> is something in the day that I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And it would lift my spirits in that moment when there's a lot to do and also helps me recognize that even in times when life is really busy and there's a lot of demands outside of the things that I have control over spending my time with, there's a lot of demands that reviewing that list reminds me that life isn't always going to be this way, that it's busy right now, but there also is time in the future where it won't be as busy and that I have things that I want to be doing in the future as well that I can be doing as I move forward. So it's this reminder of this is where you are now, but this is also, it's going to change and you're going to have more time in the future. And these are the things that you are excited about doing in the future. So I'm really enthralled right now. I'm thinking through a couple of things with this, this list that you're talking about. So it wouldn't be necessarily a task list of things you got, Mm -mm. you need to get done, right? No, it's not a task list. So not a task list. It's a list of hobbies, creativities, projects, things that you want to do or are looking creatively to do, just like what you said, like reviewing the constitution of the United States. So then would you, if you did one of those, would you check it off? Would you, and keep it on the list so that when you review, you'd go back and say, wow, I did do all these things. I probably would because I love that feeling. (laughs) Oh, I I think it helps with the whole guilt thing. I mean, I don't have to feel guilty anymore that I'm not doing any of these things. Guilt and also how quickly we forget what we have done in the past. Right. We spend a lot of time being busy and doing a lot of things, but oftentimes we may not have something that shows what we've been doing. Does that, right. does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think, I think sometimes what i But honestly, that's where streaks come in as well, because yes. I'm looking at all the streaks that I do on a daily basis. And I recognize that, yes, I am, I am actively working toward who I want to be. Yep, I am. Do- and so when you say, would you keep that on the list? I'm, I think, yeah, I, I would. totally would. I'd totally keep it on the because list. Because I would love reaching this point where you start to look at the list and you think, you know what? I, I really am doing a lot of my hobbies. And, oh, that's right. I did that for that. And, and so you remind yourself that in a lot of ways you are spending time doing the things that are important to you yeah. because those little bits of time that you're gathering add up. And then when you look back, you see the intentionality yeah. of, of what you're doing, both the intentionality of the things you want to be doing. And, and I think, 
there, I do think this would happen if I made this list. There would be things I would put on the list that maybe three or four months later, I might take off the list. Ah. Either because I tried them and decided I didn't like them or because I really did lose interest in it and recognized, you know what? I thought that would be something I like doing, but it turns out it's just something I like seeing other people do, but I don't necessarily <laughs> want to do it myself. I really liked their Pinterest board. Exactly. It's not necessarily that I, I want to do that on my Pinterest exactly. board. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that to me is by definition intentionality, being able to intentionally know these are the things that I do want to spend my time on. And these are the things that actually I don't. And I don't need to tell myself that I'm not doing them because I don't have time. I can know. No, I consciously chose that that's not something I want to spend time on. So that's like what Talon did when he was uh, had his coding streak. Exactly. His, right? That's I think of that every time because that's where I learned that principle. Yeah. Was when he had a streak to code. Um, and he did that for several days. Over 100 days. Over 100 I mean, days. I think it was 130 when he finally called it quits. And and he called it quits because he's like, turns out I don't like coding. I and I, I don't really want to spend time doing that. Right. It's so valuable to know that. Right. And and that's what I feel that that. So as we started talking about this, we also got into talking about goals in life. Yes. So in the beginning, we talked about defining the relationship. And defining the relationship between a streak and a goal and what that is, because you said what? So one of the areas where I'm, I've been passionate about is that what you need are streaks. You need streaks, mm-hmm. and that the outcomes, which is usually a goal, you set a goal around the outcome, is what you'll get with a streak. Mm-hmm. However, what what you contend is that well, but there's, we still need goals in our life. It, mm-hmm. It's like we can't live without goals. And I'll and I go back. I'm representing both sides of our conversation you are, here. You so are. as long as you want to, when you want to hop in here, feel certainly okay. feel feel uh, privileged, not privileged. Feel free. That's where I, I was will feel for. free to hop in when hop I in. have something to correct you on. But I look. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I looked at it and I said, well, we have objectives and aspirations. Mm-hmm. I am this person, and I am this ter- person because I do these things. There's also areas where I'm striving diligently to to be a certain type of person. And those are aspirations. But a goal is that idea that it's an outcome. I want to read 200 books in a year. Right. That's an outcome. And so we, we talked about that. And I think it was kind of fun where we got to. Well, you said something that I loved. So first of all, our kids have this saying in college when they're dating people called DTR. I remember the first time they oh, said it. Oh, everyone like, knows this. Because Does everybody it's on, know this? Yeah, it's on Facebook Okay, too. so it's okay, not just so our it's, kids. No, it's a it's theme. everything, yeah. So when you said, well, we need to DTR the relationship between goals and streaks. First of all, I loved that. <laughs> because what it, in, what it assumed and, and what it communicated, I guess, is what it communicated is that there is a relationship there. And what I felt happened is as I was expressing concern about how we communicate that you were saying look there is a relationship between goals and streaks and we need to take the time to define what that relationship is yeah but why though because so many people use goals in order to accomplish things in life and if we ostracize all of those individuals that are using goals which we're not intending to do it's more so looking at it and saying okay how does a goal work and what does it do and then how does a streak work with it? Right. And how come, and, and what can we do for those times when the goal doesn't work? I think that was a large part of the question that gets asked is, 
we have all these statistics saying the percentage of people that reach their goals and they're low. Well, it's the it's the percentage of goals that are accomplished. That's what it is. Okay, so yeah. the percentage of goals that are set and those that are actually accomplished achieved, and yeah. achieved. Because what you have is 97% of goals that are set are not achieved. I would love to know how they got that number. That's an interesting Well, there's statistic. there's actually there's there's several different studies okay. that came together with it with new year's resolutions, with goals that are set, with I mean you can look it up on the internet and find all kinds of different is it, studies is it that they've business done. goals as well? Businesses business goals, that set personal goals, goals and how often they get Yeah, it. it's business goals, it's personal goals, it's looking at it and saying okay of the goals that are set and obviously they're doing a statistical sample exactly. of it but that statistical sample here's goals that were set in the time period that they were set how many were achieved and of the ones that were achieved you have a three percent completion rate okay so 97 percent did not get completed so that begs the question as to why why don't exactly. goals get completed and there's three main reasons as to why goals don't get completed. And the reason I know this is because this is my body of work that I've been doing for the last 11 years in uh, with Franklin Covey and the Four Disciplines of Execution. The reason goals don't get accomplished is because one, you set too many, and goals require a very high level of energy in order to achieve them. So you've already you've set too many, and as soon as you set that many, you've dispersed your energy across all these goals and therefore are not going to be able to get there. So that's number one. Number two, you've set it too hard. You live under the adage of, I'm going to shoot for the moon and if I get the mountain, that's great. Well, the goal was still the moon. It wasn't less than the moon. And therefore, a lot of, a lot of times I'll set a goal or you'll set a goal. People will set a goal to say, I'm going to shoot for the moon, but immediately put in a pressure relief valve, which is, but if I get the mountains, I'll be fine. And and I think, because we've asked ourselves this question, is the thought behind that is, well, at least I'm progressing. At least, I mean, I didn't hit the moon, but boy, I, I hit more than I thought I would. And I guess the thing that I've been questioning with that philosophy is, does that really, does that really make us feel better? And I don't think so. That's what I'm thinking. Because what I'm thinking is what you just said and what I look at is I listen to how I tell myself what you just said. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, at least, I mean, you just listen to the how it's put. Well, at least I got this much. I, yeah, I made a little, you know. I made I a little made bit. For, at least it, I did it, it doesn't feel like you succeeded per se. Even if you did move forward and you're telling yourself, well, I aimed high knowing that, you know, it was a long shot, but I made some progress. But I don't know that that really that that mindset really benefits us. I agree. So that's number two is I set it too hard, too high. Mm -hmm. Number three, in relation to being too hard, I didn't give myself enough time to get it done. Okay. So I set so I have put a goal in place, but I need to do a year's worth of work in three months, right. and it's not going to happen. Just not gonna I mean, happen. It, but we unrealistically set those things, and because we do that then we fail at many of the goals or the goals fail because we haven't done it. If you look in your life, honestly, if you look at any goal that you've set in a realistic way that you've said, I want to accomplish, here's another thing that happens psychologically. Oh, it wasn't hard enough. Mm -hmm. I didn't really accomplish anything because I didn't get it done. Oh, you were sandbagging. A lot of times with business clients that I'd work with, if they crushed their goal, interestingly enough, okay, so I'll give you a real life example. Okay. Okay. I'm working with an organization they set a goal right up front. Now, in the conversation that we're having with the executive team as well as the frontline managers, they are saying, 
that is almost an impossible goal. This is what they're saying. They're okay. saying what you're asking us to do or what we're setting, because it's not even an ask. When you set a goal, especially organizationally, and you set it together, everyone together decides, yep, we're all on board with this. We, But man, that is going to be really, really hard to do. We don't know if we're going to be able to do it. And in fact, they push really hard. We don't know if we're going to be able to do it. Okay, now fast forward nine months, okay? Nine months, this company I'm working with, we go back, we revisit. They've crushed their goal. Not only have they crushed it, they're like way beyond it. Awesome. Sandbagging. It really wasn't that hard to start with. Really? Is what they'll say. Okay. And it's not true. When they were when they were at the front end of it, they were saying it was so hard, it's impossible, it's hardly ever able to get there. And now they're on the back end of it and they're like, we crushed it. Oh, we must not have been working. We, we must have gone for the easy one. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not true. However, as individuals, and this is where I get off, where I as an individual, so organizationally, it's one thing to set goals. As an individual to set a goal, we often will look at ourselves and be self-deprecating because we've crushed the goal and it wasn't hard enough or we set it so hard, I didn't accomplish it, but you know what? I didn't accomplish it. However, at least I made some progress. I think both are self-defeating. Right. And that was where, so so that's why sometimes I think you are so hard on goals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even and though I teach our, it. But I teach I organizational goal setting is the interesting thing. Individual goal setting is different. And I think that that same thing happens though, that you're talking about being so hard on ourselves. And I think that's why you feel so passionately and get so frustrated with sometimes when we talk about goals is because you feel like it just makes people be more down on themselves. Right. And that and that's really frustrating. But we were the conversation that we were having this morning was me saying, look, there is a place for goals. Right. And and so you talked about, okay, well, we need so to what define is the, the, relationship. What is the relationship. So first of all, I just wanted to take a second and appreciate that it's good to take time to define that. To look at it and say, the relationship. what is the relationship I, between a streak and a goal? Mm -hmm. Just the act of doing that has a huge amount of benefit. So I loved when you said right. that, when you're like, okay, let's define that relationship. And in defining it, I think it's also important to define what is a goal. Right. So a goal is, is you have a starting line, a finish line, and a deadline. It's not something that's an aspiration. I want to be more kind is not a goal. It's not a goal. That's an aspiration. It's objective. Because a, a goal, goal is, needs to be measurable. Right. I want to read... 200 books in 12 months. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go from zero to 200 by the end of the year. Right. Now, right now as an individual, 200 books in one year for me is like astronomically huge. I have, and so now I've set this goal and I'm like, I'm really going to do it. I've got all the motivation behind mm -hmm. me to make that happen. So let's just take that example. Okay. So I want to read. And I think what happens for myself as I think about this is I'm in a place of motivation. I've been inspired by something or someone. There's an event. There's a motivation exactly. event. And, and, and I'm inspired by the result. So I think about two places when I set a goal. I think about, I am so excited to start this. I'm excited to start this race. And I think about me crossing the finish line. <laughs> and I tend to ignore everything that's going to be in the middle of that. Now, here's what typically happens with individual goals so like the book reading goal okay so you set a goal to go from zero to 200 books and let and in a year whatever that is right now we're in september so let's say you give yourself from now to next september and now what you do is you say okay what do i need to do to set that goal there's a lot of common philosophy and wisdom out there that says well you need to set 
smaller goals. You need mile markers. Mile markers, smaller goals. Mm-hmm. So what would be, so I got to be to 200. So what would be my monthly goal now? Okay, can you tell the story that you told me this yeah, morning I'll on our walk? Yeah, I'll tell you the story. Because right. I loved this. This was, <laughs> honestly, this was mind-blowing for me, the right. way that you did this. So, we were so talking. we're talking with an organization. This is again. So with, this is a true. This is true. Yeah, this is, this is four story. disciplines okay. of execution. We're working with an organization that has a wildly important goal. And their wildly important goal is to increase operational efficiency from X to Y. So they had a number in there. I don't need to tell you what the number is, but they had a number that they needed to do. So their goal is to increase operational... Operational efficiency. Operational efficiency. Okay. Now, what they were was they bottled water. Okay. So they're a bottle... They're a water bottling company. Water... How do you say that? A water bottling company. Thank you. A water bottling company. It left my brain. A water (laughs) bottling company. And what they do is they say, we need to bottle this many, um, this this much water, this many units of water in a year. So okay. they had some numbers. So, so I'll in just, order and I'll to just reach their goal, number. they had to yeah. bottle a certain number of bottles per year. Right. And so they, and let, let's just use a, a round number just so we have numbers to work with. So let's say it was 10 million bottles of water in a year. Okay. So now we asked them, okay, so how are you going to do that? Well, in order to get 10 million bottles of water in a year, then we need to have so many bottled waters, uh, bottled waters in a month. Right. Okay. So they so they then broke it down. Broke it right? down to something smaller. So they've got okay. ten million. Obviously, in order to get to ten million, we need to do just under a million a month. Okay. So now in a how month, are how gonna, are you going to get in the how month? How are you going to do that? Right. Yeah. And the next one down. So okay. Well, weekly we need to have this many bottles of water bottled. And okay. So how are you going to do that? Well, then we're going to go to daily how many bottles of water we have. None of those things, not one of them, is the activity I need to make that happen. Every single one of those things is a goal. So when you said that to me this morning, yeah, that just really opened up. That was kind of a mind blow for me <laughs> because it's exactly what you said. We've got this big goal. We break it down into smaller goals. And each time what I loved is you asked the question, okay, well, we need to bottle this many bottles a month. How are you going to do that? Well, in order to do that, we need to bottle this many bottles a week. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? Well, we need to bottle this many a day. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? And you said, this is exactly what you said. You said, all of those things are goals, but none of them define the activity. Right. That to me was super powerful because that's exactly what we do is we make smaller goals but there's still goals and it isn't something that defines what are you going to do? And, and so, so what, what this company came away with when we finally got there, they said, you know what we need to do is we need to do at least one preventative maintenance round weekly. Every week we need to do at least one because our machines are breaking down. And when our machines break down, that means we can't hit our goal of bottling water. That then became the activity. And that's what I look like in our individual lives. So that's an organizational example. Let's go to our individual lives, reading books. Mm-hmm. It's not, okay, to get 200 in a year, I need to read 10 you know, or 20 a month. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, that's just another goal that I, can, that I can fail at. What I need to do is set a streak to read at least a paragraph in a nonfiction book daily. Well, but wait, but wait, but wait. The math doesn't add up. It doesn't if I add read up. a paragraph a day, I'm not going to do it. Exactly. What happens psychologically is when you give yourself the floor that I can actually just rely on, I'm going to read at least one paragraph a day. What you'll find is that that consecutive behavior 
adds up through time. And what you'll do is you're, you're not reading just a paragraph a day. And I, I just said the bad word. I'm sorry. You're not reading the paragraph only. You're reading six or 10 or 12 paragraphs or a page or, or a chapter or any number because you know what? Today I have a little bit more energy and I feel a little bit better. And therefore, I'm going to read at least my, my paragraph and now I'm going to continue on a little bit more past that. You will find that when you set the streak, that then that gets you to your goal. Now, I'm going to say one more word on this. If I had the goal of zero to 200 and I hit it at the end of the year, in other words, I white knuckled it, I did everything I could, I put all kinds of energy behind it. And I've had this happen before. The next day, I've hit 200, you celebrate, now we're on the next day. Would I read again? Or have I expended so much energy mm-hmm. on getting the goal that now I'm going to take a break for a while. I've right. just read 200 I've... books. I'm going to relax. I need a break. And then what you find is six months later, you have read next to nothing. Which is why I look at it and say the streak is more important than the goal. Because the streak, if let's say I set a goal to read 200 books in a year and I accomplished that, and I had a streak, the next day I would read at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book. Right. And and part of what happens as well is, why did you set that goal? Why 200 books? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What was it that you were trying? Is it just that you wanted to say, I've read 200 books? That's a really good question. Or was it right. that you, was there something behind it that you're like, I want to be a reader? I want to be able to... So that's what I look at, that aspirational state, yes. right? That aspirational state is I want to I want to learn. I want to... I am a learner. In other, in other words, just stating it that way. Mm-hmm. I am a learner. And in being a learner, I am a learner. I'm going to read every single day. Right. At and least one paragraph in a nonfiction book or at least a paragraph in a book if you really don't care. What and so is. it's the difference between a goal where you put a huge amount of energy behind it. And there are times that I believe there's certain times that there is a goal is completely appropriate, that, yeah. that you need to get something done in a certain period of time. And honestly, once it's done, maybe you don't revisit it. That was the whole purpose is you're like, no, we needed to get this thing done at this time and now it's done and that's what we needed to have happen. But in terms of what you were, the, the example of, of reading, I, I just look at it and think the the objective here is to become a person who enjoys reading, who has that a part of your life. Yeah. And the outcome tends to follow that streak. Yeah. It tends to become, you tend to because become. Because I, I am a reader now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like what you, you know, you and I talked a lot about this um, a little while back when we were training for marathon and we hadn't had the streak yet. So we haven't had the streak. And I would say to you, well, you're a runner. And you'd say, no, I'm not. Right. I'm not a runner. And why would you say that? Why would you say I'm not a runner? I mean, I know there's a lot of reasons, but what were some of them? Because I had in my head from watching other people run that a runner was a certain kind of person. And and the interesting thing is, is that I would never define it. It was always just somebody that could run fast and farther than you than could. Me. <laughs> I guess that was it. <laughs> and exactly. I didn't feel that I was, or maybe it was also those people that say, I love running. I just, I get up in the morning and I'm just so excited to do it. And I thought, 
nope, I'm not one of those people either. So in my, me- in my so, mind, I was like, I'm not a runner. Right. So when you set the streak, though, you, you are a runner. I mean, I you am. can say, I am a runner. I am a runner. Because you do it every, every single, single day. day. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, and so it just gets to this point where if you're doing it, then you are that particular thing. I am a learner. Well, how do I manifest that I am a learner? I read every single day or mm-hmm. I write every single day or I study. One of the ones that you and I were talking about is my masterclass streak. I r- open the masterclass app at least once daily. I mean, it's just you can become or you are that person because you're doing the things that, the things that manifest you, that person. That, that person, exactly. So I just loved that story of going from this place of operational efficiency to a number of water bottles to where they ended up was we need to check our safety. Like we, not safety. It was was maintenance. Maintenance. We need to do maintenance. And that became in essence, in my mind, what they would set a streak around. Yeah. Because I'm never, we're never going to stop bottling water. Right. And you know, there is probably some production number that we need to hit in order to hit that production number, though, I need a streak to do preventative maintenance at least one time weekly. So now there is a defined activity. Yeah. There is a activity that I can do daily or weekly that leads me towards that goal. Yeah. And, and with the methodology of streaking, and we were talking about this this morning too, is this idea that not only do you have a methodology, but you actually have a, a way to record. So you've talked a lot about aspirations. And you can't set, it's very difficult to set a goal around an aspiration. The main reason being, it's difficult to quantify. It's yeah. difficult to measure. That's a really good point. And, and as we look at these aspirations, I love that within the methodology, there is a way to measure that. And, and so going back to the original thing that we were talking about, about all of these things that we want to do and, and develop. So you patients. could look at that and say, I am an active person. Mm-hmm. One of my streaks is to have a list of things that I either want to do or, 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 the, or it's the, it's the list of I'm adding to a list or reviewing I'm doing, the list, reviewing the list or, or doing I'm doing something, something on the list. list. And so from that, it would be, I would say, I am a person who is developing talents and hobbies. Continually. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I'm continually developing new talents and new hobbies on a daily basis. And I have a way to measure that. And it's great because the measurement isn't always, well, now I can play this song on the guitar. The measurement is, am I adding or reviewing the list of hobbies and talents that I want to develop or doing something from them every day? Every day. And then from that, I feel like there may be goals that come from that. I may decide, you know what? I'm really enjoying guitar right now. And there's this song that I've been wanting to learn to play. And so for that streak, I'm just going to ride that wave and do the guitar for a while and, yeah. and every day. Well, and you may set, and you may set you a goal, may to set be able a goal to say, that says, I want to be able to play three songs by right. in three months. Right. And, and that could be that goal. But the streak, the underlying power of that streak stays the same. Yeah, because I, I like the way that you were talking about it. I mean, if we look at that, so let's say, you wanted to learn the guitar. And so you set a goal Mm -hmm. to learn the guitar. And you said, my goal is to learn to play 12 songs in a year. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, I've got to learn to play at least one song a month. Okay, so how do you do that? Eventually, it gets down to picking up the guitar. Exactly. (laughs) The activity. You've got to be to the place where 
the streak is to pick up the guitar at least one time daily. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not you strum a chord on that and whether or not you practice for a while, that's for you to decide. But the floor is I'm going to pick that thing up at least one time daily. And from, and from that success, when I feel that success, now I can move forward. And I just want to take a second and, and address the mental mind shift that happens here. Because I know that when we talk about this, there are, there's, there's a lot of people that the initial reaction is, you're saying just pick up the guitar. And in their mind, they're thinking, what if this person does nothing but just pick up the guitar? What if I don't play a song? What if I don't? And and the thing that I, I guess that I want to communicate with that is maybe that's okay for a while. Maybe for a while, just picking it up is okay because you are literally shifting the way that you're thinking about something and you've been successful by picking it up. And it's it, And this is why I say that streaking is really a powerful tool for a growth mindset. Because what it does is you are picking that guitar up every day. And what's happening when you're picking it up? First of all, you're keeping your streak alive. So you're being successful. Second of all, you're reminding yourself, this was important to me. This was something I wanted to do. Third, maybe you're overcoming a whole bunch of negative thoughts inside of your head about, I'm not going to ever be a good guitar player, or I, I doubt that I have the ability to learn, or by picking it up every day, you are slowly chipping away at those doubts and allowing yourself to continue to progress at a rate that is consistent. Yeah. And so that in my mind is you are rewiring your brain to learn to be a growth mindset. And so sometimes I feel like when people say, well, what if that's all they ever do? What if they go three months and all they've ever done is just pick up the guitar? I think that's great because who knows what is happening underneath the surface every time you're picking that guitar up? Who knows what things you're conquering, what ways of thinking you're changing that now at some breakthrough moment, you may reach a point where you're like, okay, I downloaded that song. I'm right. going to try playing it. Right. That may have taken three months of just picking up the guitar to get to that place. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, because as I listen to you, I think about that whole idea of what if I'm just picking up the guitar? And in my mind, I'm like, there is no way I would not strum a couple of chords. There's just no There is it. Way. And that's the thing that happens is that you are going to do it. But to combat this idea that it's like, well, what if I don't? There's, there's, then it's you okay. Don't. Then you okay. don't. However, there's a lot going it, on, even in the not. Yeah. Cause I, I just think, you know, if here I'm, we're in my office and if, if there was a guitar right behind me and my streak was to pick it up at least one time daily, it would be easy just to reach back, pick it up. Mm -hmm. And if I have it in my hands, there's no way that I'm not going to strum a couple of chords. No. And if you're a super new beginner, you may pick it up and play a little bit. And then, and then you pick it up and you're like, well, I don't know what the C chord so I'm gonna is. Look at something. I'm going to look up. I'm going to find, and then that's all you do. And then so, the next day you're like, I don't remember what that chord is. And so you review and do you see how that's just creating a true growth mindset? You are slowly and consistently. So we talked just a second about setting smaller goals. It would be really difficult to write every single one of these as a small goal. But what you've created in a streak is an actionable thing that as you're doing it, you are in essence allowing yourself to do small goals each day Well, and that's without having to say, 
this day I'm going to learn what and the it, C chord is. This you know day what, I'm going it, to review it. It changes it. your mindset because think if you said it in this way, I'm going to set a goal to pick up the guitar at least one time every day. A goal? A goal. Okay. What if you had it as a goal? You It, it changes your mindset. It does change. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't It doesn't. It's not right. But if same. I have a streak... It's like, ooh, I mean, you're motivated. You want to pick it up because I want to keep the streak alive. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. It's that type of a difference. So as you think about goal, the relationship between a streak and a goal, when you're defining the relationship between a streak and a goal, you are saying goal, outcome, streak, activity that I want to be a part of my life for much longer, way past when the goal is complete. Right. Because I also look at, taking the guitar i want i am a guitar player well a guitar player plays the guitar i pick it up and play a few strokes on whatever the note is that i want to have that changes your entire mental mindset you go you go to a totally different place and that mental mindset is very propelling and very inspiring and and so i think it it transitions from these spurts of motivation where you're like, I'm going to do a lot. I'm going to do a lot. And maybe you do do a lot for a little while, but then it, then that motivation goes away and you don't do anything. Yeah. It transitions that to, I'm going to do a little bit all the time. And there is a huge amount of power in doing the little bit and in also reminding yourself every day that you want to do a little bit. Yeah. There, there's a huge amount of, of momentum behind that, yeah. but it's, huge in in a in its outcome but small in its in its effort yeah because it's consistent and sustained effort well i want to go through a couple of streaking updates before we end today um one of the streaking updates is jamie is going to be speaking to a women's law forum and that's going to be in november and she's really excited about that but i the reason i wanted to let let everyone know that is because mm -hmm. i think it's pretty cool this is a because this is a group of women that are lawyers that are looking for um, just what what to do to have balance. Is that right? And it's been fascinating to think being asked to speak at this at this forum. A lot of times we talk about motivation, and as I was thinking about speaking to a group of women lawyers, in my mind I thought I don't think they're lacking for motivation. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think they're highly motivated, highly achieved group of women. And as, but, but the thing that I was thinking about is that they also are learning to have balance in their lives. They're struggling with so much of those same things that we all do of, I'm spending a lot of time on these things that I need to do. How do I make the time and carve out for these things that are important, but are never going to be something right. that is, that right. has an outward external pressure to get done. So you had, not that you have to reveal it now, but you had an epiphany the other morning as far as some of the things that you're going to be speaking about. So as we draw closer to that, it'll be fun to have you not only talk to us a little bit about what you're thinking, but also after you're done to kind of get your thoughts and feelings. That'll I do, be fun. I know. There's also, we had a, a neat epiphany this morning in talking about reading to the boys and how they have gotten to the point that, and, and this has happened throughout, but just recognizing that they would sometimes remind us, like just the other night. So your streak is to read at least five sentences yeah, to the boys. Yeah, read five sentences every to the day. boys. Yeah, every day from a book. Yep. And um, <laughs> not just any five sentences. It has to be from a book. It's from a book. <laughs> yep. It was from a book. Yeah. And 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 so we were talking about how 
sometimes like the other night, Bowen texted me and said, hey, where are we reading tonight? And you and I was saying how great it is that he did that. And you brought up something that I hadn't thought about before. You said, the thing that's great about doing this with them is because it's five sentences, when they're tired, they can say, mom, I'm really tired tonight. Can we be done? And, and you can be like, yeah, that's fine. And I remember one time someone telling me that when dealing with teenagers, especially teenage boys, that they need an exit, that they don't like, and it was in relation to conversations, that teenage boys don't like conversations that are open-ended with no exit, like they don't know when it's going to end or when they can leave or when they can escape. And that, that wherever <laughs> I learned that from has stuck with me and I need to research it because it's in, but I thought about that in relation to streaking. I thought that is really great because for Bowen and Chance, there's an exit on this on the streak. They I've can actually say, seen this. I've witnessed this where they have said to you, "Mom, can we be done?" Mm -hmm. And you've said yes. And I've also witnessed the other end of it where it's like where, where you were I done. Said, I'm done. And um, they said, "Can you read just a little bit more?" Yes. Anyway, I mean, it's amazing to watch how this happens. But it it is great that because the streak is laughably simple, it creates an exit that is okay to have. Right. So one other update I wanted to have. In the next few months, you're going to start to see all kinds of updates to the streaking app. Um, we've had our development team and everyone working very diligently on the next upgrades and, and we're very excited for them. We talked about in our podcast a, a few weeks ago, we talked with Talon about some of those updates mm -hmm. that are coming. The reason why I wanted to bring this up is you're going to start to see some of these changes that will happen in your app. And they're going to be a little bit at a time, but through time, you'll see these changes. The one that we're most excited about, but won't, will, but will be the one that's almost last in all the updates is when we get to groups. And groups will be this area where you can ask a certain number of people to join your group and then suggest streaks that they adopt. With that, we'll give you the, also the opportunity to, just like in the app right now, we have a whole social media aspect of the app as well, you can send messages to and communicate only with your group. And you can talk about the things that you're learning and growing with. That will be another massive, really cool update to the app. So that's coming. I'm not going to tell you when. I just want to put it out there. I know that you'll be excited about it. Every time we look at the prototype, I know. We look at it, we say, oh, can we have this right now? <laughs> That's the only downside of prototyping is that right. I go back to the original version that we have now and I'm like, like oh, 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 this is really good. Where's all the improvements? But where's the improvements? So you'll be expecting that as well. If you have any questions for Jamie or I, we answer all of our emails. Reach out to us at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or... Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. And... We are on all the social medias. We're on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. Where else are there's we? There's a lot of it. There's and a cool thing also, on LinkedIn, right? If and the other thing TikTok is TikTok. TikTok. Well. If you have found this through the podcast or through the app, also check out the book. Yeah. Read the book. It really does give a good foundation for understanding why street how streaking originated and and how to streak. Yeah. When we wrote the book, as Jamie and I were writing the book together, we wrote it, our, our whole goal and intention in mind was so that it could be a read that you do quickly. It takes, if you read it 
start to finish in one setting it's four hours yep. basically that that's what yep. that's about the time that it takes or you can listen to it on audible this will also be another great place for you to get the book is and on audible you can listen to us at two times speed which would mean it'd be two and a half hours that you'd be able to listen to (laughs) so any of those places also give us a rating we'd appreciate it one other thing if you wouldn't mind setting a streak we'd invite you to set a streak to share this podcast with at least one other person monthly that'd be fantastic well thank you so much for joining us today we love you streakers and we are going to keep streaking